Welcome to episode one. I'm not black, but I feel like black Flanders. I got the club like in Landers. Black Flanders, black Flanders. I feel like black Flanders. I'm not a racist. I'm not Bernie Sanders. I drink a gallon of lean now. So what's up, guys? We like to have a lot of fun on this show. Usually a lot of laughs, but tonight I don't know. Yeah, our opening act is a little bit late. Um, we don't really know. They're on their way. So. Yeah, we'll play. We got to play it out, though. Well, you know? Play it by ear. I mean, ear. we just like yeah. we were backstage. We're just like, just go up there and we'll riff. And now it's like. Yeah, we're all exhausted. You know, Ewan's been on tour for a week. We've been opening for. We've been opening for Taylor Gang. Yeah. Wiz Khalifa's the nicest dude we've ever yeah. met. Real humble. You think he's going to have an ego because he made that one song that I can't remember. <laughs> but, in fact, he's just high all the time and can't make eye contact. <laughs> I, I think I want to thank my parents for being here. I don't know where they're at right now. Um, like thank my girlfriend, my parents, um, Pam and Randy. Um, my dad's real name is Horny. <laughs> His real name is Horny, they just call him Randy because of how horny he is all the time. Yeah, so we've been out here on the road, you know, Branson, Branson all week's been trying to win a Webby Award for the podcast. I wanted to win a, a Webby Award for Best Riff. They don't have that yet. And then I remembered, I actually technically, a, I technically a won a for, Webby. They invent a, a category for any Webby. Yeah, it, they'll no, give it like best coding. Like, yeah, it's just how random you know shit that? each year. Charles, but I technically won one in 2011 yeah. for some dumb bullshit at Groupon when I worked sucks. there. So I, right, I, I have the thing Branson wants. Talk about a right. fucking right. Webby because I want to win right. a Webby. You realize like right. it's sort of like Keemstar's never won a Webby, so like it's sort of like an illegitimate award. I feel like just Carl Malone and John Stockton, without like you know all of the illegitimate kids. Tour isn't over yet. You know what I've been thinking about, guys? <laughs> I've been thinking about, like, okay, what if you got to drive the car Paul Walker died in and you get free Budweiser Chilada for the rest of your life, oh. but you can never join MS-13? Oh. Ooh, dude, dude, that's oh. what's up. That's tough. Dude, I don't know, man. Okay. Let's say either or, all right? You get access to Lola Bunny's premium Snapchat. <laughs> or, like, hold on, or you get to go to a Maxim cover shoot of Greta Van Fleet. It's not a woman. Dude, she's so hot. I saw her, dude. Greta. It's not a woman. Why would they name it just a, a woman. woman's name? Greta Van Fleet's a chick. I saw her. I mean, I appreciate you assuming it's a woman. And we all commend you for it, but it's yeah, not a woman. I, I it's assume a bunch of she's like a nice woman. Young men from Frankenmuth, Michigan. I assume she's a woman. I assume she's a doctor. <laughs> and she's the hottest woman of all time. Okay, what if you... Uh, all right, so you get to join Taylor Gang. <sighs> and you get, to, you get to hang out with Ben Roethlisberger at the SBs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Dude. And you're married to a Playboy model... You get unlimited Netflix for life. What? After this week, I already kind of feel like I'm in Taylor Gang. Or you get to live in the White House with your own DDR machine. <laughs> and you get to go to Las Vegas whenever you want. Dude, Ooh. that's so And hard. you get to have birthday cake for every meal. What? That's <laughs> what's up. I got, yeah. I, got one oh, for you. I got one for you guys. You guys ready? This is a tough one. This is a head scratcher. All right. Okay, you get to go to the Stuff Magazine holiday party with Ivanka Trump. <sighs> or you get to go on tour with Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> and you get to FaceTime none other than Nicole Richie every night, dude. What? What? That's what's up. That's what's up. That's I what's can't up. choose. Can I say okay, both? Okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You get to do a song with Young Buck and Tony Yayo. <laughs> and you're married to both Olsen twins. 
and you get to live in a fire truck. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. But there is a catch. That's what's up. You never get to watch the unedited director's cut of John Wick 2 ever again. (sighs) Damn. I don't even know what I would do. I'd kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Damn, that's a real Jacob's Ladder situation. (laughs) All right, I got one for you. Very Faustian. What? (laughs) Did I say that right? Is that what? No, I don't know who that is. He's the Medicare for All guy that came on our show. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I know that. He was always offering us deals like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, hear me out. You get to host a bacon eating contest with Bill Murray. (laughs) Fuck! Or you get access to a secret porn hub where all the girls are Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up, dude. That's what's up. All right. So, you get to drive a Plymouth Prowler. Every day to the Mountain Dew factory. Damn. And your secretary is Tara Reid in a Playboy Bunny outfit, and you get $1,000. Mama. Or. or, What was that, Charles? (laughs) Mama. Or you get a 55-inch plasma TV in your bedroom with the latest Smash Brothers game and a Baskin-Robbins in your house. And you get a thousand dollars, dude. What's so, up? So. We made it. All right. We made it. We made it, man. Okay, guys. Here's your choice: get to access an AI based on Stan Lee's brain. Access it at any time, any argument, any conundrum in your life. Or you get to go on a road trip with the impractical Jokers. <laughs> To the Jazz Hall of Fame. <laughs> what do you do? That's okay. what's up. That's so fucking sick. How about this? That's what's up. You get to live in a college dorm room forever <laughs> with all your friends. And Tila Tequila is your third and current wife. <laughs> but you're never allowed to do the D-Generation X suck it sign again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you get to live through a real-life band of brothers. But, but, your squadron is the Wayans brothers. And it's called Band of Brothers. Or, you get to be the baby born by Adam22 and Riley Reed. That's what's up. That's what's up. You all right? All right, you get to be adopted by Ninja himself. That's what's up. But you're never allowed in his stream room that he had built like a nine-year-old would fantasize about, and you own every single Coke machine in the world. Or you get to be in the new Halo game and have 200 Teslas that you can drive around Disneyland, and you're married to Morgan Webb from G4. Woo! That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, how about this, fellas? Your job is to work at the Super Bowl. I'm not done yet. Oh, man. I don't know how it could get better. You're dating the GoDaddy commercial twins. Oh! Oh! And guess what you drive to work? That's right, a NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) We made it. Or, or, you know, this is the other option. That's what's up. You get to be best friends with the Sonic car guys from the commercials. You have early access to every new Samsung phone. And you get to watch Kate Upton and her husband have sex. Pretty, whenever they do it. And they're fine with it. That's the best part. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, that's not bad, but uh, what about this one? All right. Good King Wenceslaus is your dad. And he pays the rent for your castle what? where you live with Taylor Gang. And Jesus is your neighbor who sells you weed, but you can never win a Webby Award. I don't know if Branson's going to be on board with that one. First one, man, Taylor Gang. I'm going to win a Webby. I don't know if people know this about me, but like, if we want to talk about what's better than an Emmy in the digital age, the age of Elon Musk and the age of 
Jeff Pesos? Pesos? Yeah, I won a Webby Award, man. All right, so how about this one? You get to hang out with Trapped Headstrong backstage. <laughs> but in order to do this, Puddle of Mud is never allowed to write a song about you. <laughs> Ooh. They already wrote one about me, so I'm cool with that. All right, so you get to make out with Kate Upton, and you live in Victoria's Secret with the Golden State Warriors. That's what's up. That's what's up. Or you have $10,000 to spend on whatever you want, and you get to have a water slide in your house, plus the Foo Fighters will play your birthday party every year. Damn, that's what's up. up. That's what's up. All right, fellas, two words for you. Aaron Andrews, in a bikini, on Skype, with you, <laughs> at $400 cash, in hundreds. Or, you play Smash with all the Mythbusters, and if you can beat them, you get Carrie's personal email address. Damn, that's what's up. All right, you get to live with Jerry Seinfeld in his apartment from the show, rent-free. <laughs> and you get a million dollars every time you eat ice cream. Or you get to drink all the Monster Energy drink you want, and you never have to go to the dentist again, and your wife is Jubilee from X-Men. This right. is the good life. All right, so how about this one? You get to hang out with Jay Leno and he smokes you out in a Model T car. <laughs> or you get to shoot the business alien from Space Jam with the golden gun. That's what's up. That's what's up. We made it, man. We made it. <laughs> That's what's up. How about this? You get to be in the audience of the Steve Harvey show whenever you want. <laughs> but you can't see the newest Avenger movies when they're in theaters, only on Blu-ray or digital on demand. <laughs> or you get all the guns from Call of Duty Black Ops 4, but you can't watch any YouTube original series for six oh. months. <laughs> Damn, does that count as YouTube Red? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, man. <laughs> the best money $4.99 a month can buy. <laughs> Dude, I know like but that seems easy on the surface, but no more epic mealtime, man. Yeah, yeah. Everything's beyond a paywall. I don't think now. I could do it. What about this though? You get to be married to your favorite Twitch streamer and have epic sex whenever you want. You also get unlimited Chipotle because there's one in your house, and you have every single mobile game for free. Or you get to hang out with all of the cast of Game of Thrones and The Rock and go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> But you only make 100k a year. Ooh. I don't think I could handle being a loser, even with those friends. Damn. Okay, what about this? You get to go to any Chuck E. Cheese you want all by yourself as an adult. And you get a brand new bicycle. And you get to have a king-size mattress. Damn! But, but you never get to be roommates with a T-Rex. Like metaphorical or just... No, like a real T-Rex. Oh, okay. There's one out there, but you don't get to meet it even. All right, you get to moderate a Twitch stream with Jeff Goldblum. All right, you get one mansion for each of your pit bulls. You get the Darth Vader's voice, but you're never allowed to wear Nike Air Maxes ever again. No! All right, how about this? You get a brand new apartment in Times Square, New York City. <laughs> And you get to skip to the front of the line at the Statue of Liberty every single day, no matter what time you wake up. We got to get there. We got to get there in a New York minute, man. Yeah. Got to make it to the Statue of Liberty. But you may not even want to take that deal because your other option is you get to live in Assassin's Creed. What? Except you can't have V8 Splash ever again. Damn. Damn, dude. That's what's up. It's what's up, but it's a hard choice. Oof. You know, it's like what, they, what uh, Michael Caine said in The Dark Knight Rises. Sometimes the most what's up stuff are the hardest choices we make. Yeah. 
Oh, man. All right, so you have every single Funko Pop figure ever made. <laughs> and a trophy warehouse for all of them. And Megan Fox is your wife and only wears a French maid outfit. Oh! Woo! You also have a thousand jet skis. Oh, homie. Or you get to host the Video Game Awards with Barack Obama himself. <laughs> and you get a Hummer with Fortnite built into the dashboard. Not bad. Plus, you got a lightsaber. What? Okay, how about this? What color is it? It's the brown one. Damn! <laughs> okay. That's what's up? You get to be Devil May Cry. What? Alucard himself? Yeah. <laughs> you get to dual wield whenever you want. You're friends with the tortoise and the hare, and you can race them whenever you want. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. You never get to vote again. Damn, easy, 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 man. All right, you get $100 a day, but you get 10,000 chatterbait tokens a day. All right, but your voice has got to be auto-tuned now. Okay. Get to be friends with all the entire family from the true TV show Hardcore Pawn. <laughs> or you could summon Donald Trump to go beast mode on your boss, coworkers, or spouse anytime you want. So your life is permanently on undercover boss. <laughs> What's up, Andrew? I don't know how that works either. Your life is permanently on Undercover Boss. But you're never allowed to eat Cold Stone ever again, man. Ooh. Oh, shit. What's going on over here? Let me, let me get you this guy off your phone, man. I know what's going on over here. Yeah, hello? No, you can't talk to Andrew. He's on the other side of the stage. You just talk to me. Tell him to talk to him later. It's the money that we're going to get from the, the show. It's the money? It's the money? Says they're not gonna give us the money if we keep doing this shit. We gotta actually. Ah. <laughs> All right, let me let me go sort this out. You guys keep going. Keep right, stall right, for some yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you you get to grab sushi with Yellow Wolf and Pod Save America. <laughs> before you all get to go to the VMAs together, or. You get to be in the new Action Bronson single and play Settlers of Catan with him and Joyner Lucas. Plus, Damn. you get a custom Ooh. Warriors jersey signed by Kevin Durant. That is so what's up. All right. So you get a free tuxedo and you're allowed to watch America's Funniest Home Videos and the audience wearing that tuxedo every single day. But you're never allowed to jack off to Professor X ever again. How about this? Your existing father is replaced by novelist Dan Brown. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Pretty tight, Dude. right? Pretty tight. Dude, give well, a warning before that one. Or you have the power to go to the arid space Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., and they can no longer yell at you for trying to get in the planes. <laughs> All right. I think I got one more. You get to be on a track with the game and a train with actual Navy SEALs and CrossFit. <laughs> Plus, you get a brand new Marines Edition Xbox One. <laughs> or you get to go on Pimp My Ride and then to the Phase House for a house party where Jaquan will be performing. Plus, Keemstar will retweet you. I lost track of that one. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. I don't know, but it's fucking bad. At That's dude. fucking sick, dude. Dude, we made it, man. We fucking did it. Dude, we might, we may, we're gonna fucking be rich forever, man. We fucking made it. Shh, you can't see it. All right. Okay. Oh, nerds here. Are they here? Have they made they it ready? yet? Are they back here? You can't even get this thing on. What are these guys doing up here still? Are they right. sober enough to go on? Whew. You may uh, recognize me as Thomas Kincaid Jr., writer extraordinaire. We gotta get the riff off off the stage and start getting the show going here. Fine. We're supposed to be running a telethon. We got a charity to make money for here. Whew. Sorry, you guys had to endure that. You know, whew. season's greetings. I am world-renowned freelance writer Thomas Kincaid Jr. You've probably read my work in Pitchfork, Penthouse for Kids, 
The New Yorker for gamers, Golf Digest for golfers, and Cosmo for men. But my storied career is not what has brought me here today. This is the Christmas season, a time for giving back to those less fortunate than us, those unable or unwilling to grind for that paper. I have assembled this all-star celebrity telethon to make a difference in the world. People you're gonna see here on the stage tonight are here to make a difference. When I had my weekly Discord hangout this week with my good friends Keemstar, FaZe Banks, and Adam22, Keemstar told me about Yemen. He said it's not good over there. I never heard of this country before, but I was intrigued. The people there don't have enough clout to get a track with 6ix9ine or Lil Xan, you know, they can't, you're not gonna see them on YouTube or Worldstar or, or you know, any place really. You're not gonna see them on Mom's Basement with Faze Banks anytime soon. Um, but you know, often they don't have enough clout to get the basic resources they need to live either. Uh, so, you know, we're up here to sort of, you know, bring people together all around the world. And if there's one thing that brings people together from America to Yemen, it's Christmas. <laughs> Everyone in the world loves Christmas. So I reached into my celebrity Rolodex to get some of the hottest celebrities in the game right now. We teamed up uh, with the charity Hooters Without Borders. <laughs> We're going to try to raise $1,000 tonight for building a Hooters in Yemen. I think it's gonna be the first Hooters in Yemen. We know you're all here because you believe strongly in the cause, and that's what brought you out tonight. We are really thankful for your support and all the donations you've already made. But without further ado, let's see who we've got tonight. Um, first, let's bring out uh, our telephone answering intern guy. He's named Zippy. <laughs> Zippy back there? Oh, here he is. He was certified to answer rotary telephones. These days, kids don't know how to do it, so you gotta go through like a $10,000 class to, to learn about this. Uh, and we got a handful of celebrities you guys might know here. We have um, 1950s crooners Dave Dudley and Gary Tasteman, <laughs> and 1950s comedian Edan Torowitz, who you know as Marv Mossad. <laughs> Fellas, are we ready to get this show going? I'm not saying we're late, but Adlai Stevenson lost another nomination by the time we were getting ready. Uh, Dave will be up here in just a second. He's uh, running a little bit late. He had about 12 beers on the five-minute cab right here. And uh, I'm Gary Tasteman, all y'all. Thanks for coming out. Merry Christmas. Uh, we're happy to be here. And, uh, you know, we're going to be doing this little telethon thing for the... Uh, Great cause, um, as you mentioned, uh, Hooters Without Borders. And uh, we're gonna be playing some music for you tonight too. Um, we're going to get that eventually, but uh, first off, we're gonna be uh, doing a little bit more. We're gonna be answering phones and uh, taking donations and uh, just having a little bit of fun. So uh, if Dave will join us at any time now, he's really taking a sweet time back there. Even though you guys all peaked in the 50s, I know you're still really busy, so I'm really honored you can make it out for our little charity tonight. It's not like I called all of Taylor Gang first to see if they would do it. I definitely called you guys first. Well, we appreciate that, Thomas Kincaid Jr. Oh, uh, this is uh, my good friend, Dave Dudley. Everybody give him a warm welcome tonight. This is Dave Dudley. And, uh... How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good grief. How are you? Are you okay, Dave? Yeah. Where's my mic? Dave Dudley here, folks. Uh... Here, sing some songs for you. Host a nice telethon for Hooters Without Borders. Yeah. Uh, you already uh, tell them we're building in Yemen? Yeah, I, I explained that Yemen's a country. Is it Yemen or the Yemen? I think it's just Yemen. Oh, man. Oh, man. They hadn't even made that a place right, right, where we were right. big. Now, uh, why don't you tell a little I got to read something real quick uh, to my... Judge. Now, why don't you go right ahead and do that, Dave? Why don't you go right ahead and do that? Oh. All right, so uh, uh, I don't know if he's in the audience, and I'm not supposed to be in this state right now. 
um, both chemically and uh, geographically. <laughs> Dear Judge, I would like to apologize dearly for my actions. There are elements of my past that I am not particularly proud of. However, I think um, when the state's attorney called me a blackout drunk harbinger of destruction, a veritable alcoholic Mr. Bean of the roads, <laughs> whose continued exi allowed existence is essentially unleashing an 18-wheeler driving boogeyman that cruises from county to county chasing lot lizards and jaundice scabbed over divorcees for two-minute fuck sessions that sound like two chicken fried steaks slapping together. Thought that was excessive, Your Honor. As you can see, I'm hosting a benefit show for Hooters Without Borders. Take your time, bro. All right, I'm sorry. I held out of breath here running from the cab. That bird was chasing me. You're going to bite me. Which, um, although I don't know where Yemen is, or the Yemen, I'm not, I still, complicated one. Uh, my good friend, Marv Massad here, assures me that it doesn't deserve the right to exist anyway. <laughs> and yes, Judge, even though I broke several laws to get here by driving my 18-wheeler across four states without stopping, 15 hours, snorting various generically named white powders that are called things like Trucker's Delight or highway dust, or red-eye constipating pixie powder. I'm asking you, Judge, boys will be boys. And that still applies, even though I'm a ripe old 68 years old. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Because I'm, I'm a boy at heart. I'm just a boy at heart, all right? So uh, even though I'm not sorry for what I've done, ah, oh, shit. All right. Uh, whatever, Judge. Don't be a pussy, dude. All right. Sincerely, Dave Dudley. Thank you, Dave, for sharing that for everyone. Uh, hopefully. All right. That's it, right? How long have we been up here? Oh, we, well, we, we couldn't, even, Dave, we couldn't pay, even pay for a tank top in the Hooters with how short we've been up here. Dave, I'm not saying you Sounds like to. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Dave, Part of the Hooters Dave, is the Dave. imagination beneath the, da beneath the tank top, David. Well, I don't, know, I don't know all about that all, all about that all, Amar. But uh, if it were up to me, they'd be naked. That's just a strip club. Is this filming or? No, we are recording though. Why don't you just sit pretty there, brother? You just right, here. I'm gonna right, take over for the right, second. Right. Oh, guys, you know, need right. sober right. up. Okay, my as you know, I'm a. Uh, thank you, my friend Dave Dudley. No, no, my life. My name is Gary Tasman. I was terror hot, born and raised. I was uh. Woo! Thank you very much. Uh, we were uh. We've been singers. We've been in the singing business for long time. time. Long time. You done what, like seventy-two albums about trucking? I've done seventy-two albums. Just uh, trucking. It's no, thirty-six. Truck. Exactly thirty-six about trucking, and thirty-six that are exactly about having a German Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so you will know me. Uh, you'll know me from uh, certain hits of mine, famous hits such as "Sweet Baby Honey Pie Baby," uh, wonderful big, song, "Big Baby Lady." Baby Woman, Eat Up My Sweetheart, Tasty Mama, Miss Jelly Bean, Lady Eater, I Need to Taste Her, I Literally Eat People, and Hot Dog Holiday. And Dave, he has plenty of hits. He has hits like, uh, my favorite is... Uh, He's one hell of a drunk driver. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, if I wasn't so yellow-skinned from the jaundice, I'd be blushing right now. A wonderful uh, to bring up, and you are such an accomplished singer-songwriter yourself. Oh, thank you. The classic look. Kind of like a Johnny Cash thing, but you started well, doing that. Well, he ripped like, off me. Well, you started doing that too. And he's ago, dead. It don't matter. Uh, yeah, that you, he, you inherited it. No, he ripped off me. You want to talk about yourself in some... All right, some of the songs I wrote, uh, Six Days on the Road. Um, the Cops Literally Cannot Stop My Huge Automobile. 
the one hybrid album I did uh, didn't do very well, where it was a Christmas and trucking thing. Uh, Cocaine Christmas. Uh, got a lot of airplay in Eastern Europe. Lil Xan actually had an album with the same title, too, many years later. I don't know who that is. Uh, what are you talking about? We'll listen to him after the show. All right, well, whatever. Sounds like a nice guy, Lil Xan. All right, well, I've done a couple more songs. I've done Oh Christmas Tree, Oh Blackout Christmas Tree. I wrote Jingle Bells. No one believes me. You didn't start hearing that sucker till like Jerry's four out. years ago. Jerry's on that. The Grace album, Grace album. Yeah, but that's about all the songs I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, Marvon, you uh, tell folks a little about yourself. No, I wouldn't imagine this crowd knows who I am, but I'm in the Don't 50s. I was known as famous comedian Marv Massad. I got my first big break on General Electric Presents Comic View in 1953, <laughs> opening for Bruce Bruce. <laughs> I was known for my party albums, such as I Hate My Wife, let me kill my wife. And seriously, we need to, we need to free Jonathan Pollard. I'm the first American ever to be sanctioned by America for actually giving money to Israeli groups. And I am also legally stipulated to be here. But I think I'm going to offend a lot of you people in the audience. You know, you, you, you kind of jokes now. You like stuff about people who are on Tinder, but their SSRIs kick in, and they can't even do the deed after swiping on their little phony phones. <laughs> My comedy comes from real America, re the real roots of American comedy back in Brooklyn. <laughs> when, when women were women, and they were 15 years old, and you married them, and you absolutely despised them, and all your comedy <laughs> was about how you wanted to shoot them with a gun. Other stuff about how your car didn't work. <laughs> and uh, even, you know, if you were lucky, you were called up to the big leagues, uh, a bunch of Italians who hated each other would have a roast of one another <laughs> and call each other gay until they got into a fist fight. <laughs> but we're here. Do I technically believe that Yemen should be a state? No. <laughs> Israel is surrounded by enemies, but... You know, the State Department has decided uh, once again to reaffirm left-wing media bias. That's so right. we're here, and we're going to give them a Hooters, even though they would not do the same thing if the roles were reversed. <laughs> I will be on Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld next week. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to add in there, talking about the real America. I just think it died whenever, you know, Regis Philbin... 16 years old, hung up his stickball bat. America's never been the same then. Regis, I remember Regis coming all the way up to my dressing room, trying to sell me one-liners. And uh, I don't even... And uh, to be honest, I told him, Regis, I don't even remember if we existed on the same timeline. <laughs> well, you know, we talk about what could have been. And, uh, well, you know me, uh, my career, I'm not one unknown to loss. Um... You know, my first wife, Milkshake, was swallowed by a Komodo dragon. It happens to everybody. Don't I beat yourself people, up People about forgot it. they were a big problem until Eisenhower. Uh, my best friend, Big Papa Chili, died when he was riding in a sidecar that detached from my hog and flew off into the Grand Canyon. So rest in peace, Big Papa Chili. No, too many people who went that way. Uh, my second wife was painted on the side of a big bomber in the war, and when she died from falling into a gorilla exhibit, <laughs> I bought that plane and I flew it. Jenny Ann was the name of the plane that was called, and uh, I crashed it into a big red barn in Tennessee. And that barn was on a farm owned by the man himself, Dunsty Duty, known for his ballads such as Blue Tune Shooter, Kissing with Her Sister, Moon Freak Daddy, and little doggy. Parentheses, I'm a little dog with my tongue wagging. <laughs> and these are the kind of hits people loved in the 1950s and the 1940s, and uh, they just don't make music like that no more. And, uh, of course, I can't forget my son. Rest in peace, little Skippy. Was ran over by a Formula One race car, which was driven by my other son, Corky. <laughs> well, Dunsty Duty. That was his name? That was a great man. You know, you know we, we don't like to say that Gary Taisman has experienced a lot of personal tragedies, but I don't know whether I'm watching Behind the Music or Angela's Ashes. 
I don't know. I don't know what that is, my friend. My daughter went to the new school. She had to read it there. Well, uh, you know, me and Dave here, we play a lot of shows together. Long history. Um, a lot of hotel rooms together. Oh yeah. A lot of waking up and a lot of things we can't say here. I'll tell you what. Well, you know, we'll let the audience be the judge to see if we can use your imagination. Right. I don't want. I don't want to say Dave Dudley is promiscuous, but he's the first man to ever recreate the Eiffel Tower south of the Mississippi. Is that a sex thing? Uh, Is the Hollywood Hollywood code still active? I don't know what that means. Well, Dave and I, we played a handful of shows, um, and there was a time we were playing Nevada, Reno, Las Vegas, and uh, so forth. And after we, we were basically going back and forth from Reno and Las Vegas. <laughs> we did about two years of for doing about two that. years of doing Reno, that. Reno, Nevada, Reno, Las Vegas, and you know, you know, we didn't get sick of it. But after we played the Slap Happy Roadhouse uh, out there on the interstate, um, well, we got plenty drunk. Yes, sir. And uh, Dave, what did we do that night? Why don't you tell them about that? Well, that night? was at Slappies or Slap Happies? That was at Slap Happies. All yes. right, Slap Happies there is always a, few a real after the show. A real surly bouncer there. And I kept saying, "Talent out of the way, talent out of the way. Fuck you, big guy." <laughs> and that's just how I talk. And some people, you know, took offense to that. And uh, I did the classic bait and switch to old uh, Gary here, and I said, "He said it. He said it." Uh. While Gary was drinking, no, I didn't mind. I was a smooth talker. I just said, what was the foamiest cool. beer you ever seen, and pulled it back down to have an elaborate foam mustache. You thought it was hilarious. I didn't know what it was. No, what we did. I had been is, awake uh, for twenty four hours that day. I got I got about a, a two fifths in Dave here, and uh, this was after about ten oh, beers God. each. Oh and, God! Uh, now I remember. That was just the beginning, and. Uh, oh. You know, I said, that fella was giving you a lot of trouble at the door there, right? Yeah, that's what you said. So uh, what you I really, told him is he was at this gonna, point. The first he was, story you're going to say is the first one. Huh? Is this the guy we ate? Yep. All right. <laughs> now, so what I told him, as I said, well, that guy slattered you. You're going to stand for that, Dave? And he was barely paying attention to me. He's falling asleep. And, well, you know, I, I, I he told was burping you I, and burping. When and, I started dozing, you get me one of the white ones. It's in my right pocket. All right? Do not give me a left one in my left pocket. <laughs> All right, and the blue ones in my left. That will kill me. <laughs> so I said, get the white ones in the right. If I start dozing off, you put them in my lip like a dip, and it'll dissolve eventually. I told you, I you drink up your beer, drink it, wash it down, and the next thing I said is, well, you know what we could do, Dave? Is you got your truck, right? I got my truck. I'm always driving around. You got you his see truck him parked right out front, right He's there. He's the first got 18 man that wheeler. taught me how to drive a rig an 18 wheeler. He mm-hmm. also was the first man to how to, dr- how to properly drive drunk. He taught me that, and. <laughs> Dave that old, here. That old rumor about uh, I said, Dave, what we could do is we could work. take that guy. We could drive him out to the desert. I have an eye patch in my car, actually. When I'm drunk enough, you put on the eye patch. All right? You can keep driving because it's a double whammy. A cop pulls you over. He just thinks you're some kind of, you know, weirdo with one eye. It works. It works. I, I said, officer, I got no depth perception. The whole time, I'm kicking around cans at my feet. What I told you, I said, Dave, let's go. Let's, we're going to take that filler out to the desert, and we're going to teach him a lesson. And I, I said, th- and bring this A1 on the table, this A1 steak sauce. <laughs> you just take that. I'm going to tell you, show you later. What we did is we drove out there. Uh, what did we do? Did well, we, do, we had him in the back of the cab. We had him tied up in the back of the cab. But we really didn't have anything to tie him up with, so we had to use bar supplies. And we gagged him. We used him. one of your shoelaces. You're walking we around sh- the boot with no shoelaces. Yeah, I, was, I was doing that, and I had a big hole in the front of it where my toe was popping out, as I was wont to do at the time. And uh, we didn't have anything to gag him with, so you put a, a big apple in his mouth. And I thought, I thought that was weird. You could just kept stuffing this apple. That's what in we had in Well, then we went out to the desert, right? And you pull out of nowhere this big cauldron. And these logs, and you started lying. I'm like, I, I don't started shaving off carrots and onions. And I, I thought, scallions. What? So what? I'm like, Gary. Uh, I had some mushrooms in there. Gary, what are, what are you doing right now? And you said you're making a stock. I'm like, what are we? We teach him a lesson by giving him some bad soup. And you just started laughing. Teach him a lesson. And, and, and Gary gets something. You can't see it with the, the glasses on now, but I, I call him Cocaine Devil Eyes. <laughs> and his eyebrows arch in like a perfect V. 
and he just starts laughing, <laughs> like the jokester. You drunkenly slurred out the word Lucifer at me. and uh, I, I didn't know what it was, because at the time, you also your hair started swooping up at the sides like horns. And I thought it was just the pills, but you didn't give me none. I was running on pure adrenaline then. So anyway, we put him in the pot. You know, it gets hot with all the fires lit under it. He's begging like an asshole. He's bleating. He's bleating like a little pig. Yeah. And you kept yelling. I said, get that apple back in his mouth. But he yeah. kept, we put it in his mouth. He'd take another bite out of it. And he'd yeah. swallow it and chew it. And he'd go, mmm. And then we put, we turn the apple, put that part in his mouth. He'd do the same thing. We did it down oh, to the shit. core. You know what I just saw on my feet? Oh, God. You're going to do it again tonight, aren't you? Don't you worry about that, brother. All right. Hey, uh, I don't mean to interject in the entertainment here. Uh, if this story's making anyone hungry, I just wanted to let you all know that uh, Gary brought a trough of slop backstage. I was feeding at the trough. He was encouraging me to eat as much as I wanted. Oh, well, Thomas, a, you're a nice looking fellow. Hold he on. brought a scale. He was weighing me, sizing me up. It was, I mean, it was a blast. We were all laughing and having fun. Thomas, uh, I just want to see how you look. Like, just put, yeah. this, put this out of your mouth. Hey, just I like, could eat. Yeah, the, how does that look? Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, the stage All right, lights. that's just fine. That's just fine there. Yeah. All right, thank you. See, that's exactly what he did. He took a bite out of it. Okay. It's a funny coincidence. Oh, Thomas. Anyway. Yeah, uh, but we ate that guy. Did I finish the story? <laughs> or yeah, wait, truth did you be want told, is I, I made Dave here eat a big chunk of that man's rump. Big well, hunk of it. The thing is, I, I, you know, I was drinking a lot back then. In case you didn't weren't aware of the circumstances, we were drunk. What do you want me to do? Well, so it took mm -hmm. a. It, <laughs> the crazy thing is, it takes a long time to cook a whole person. <laughs> like, you ever cooked a pig at a tailgate for a football game? It's like three times longer than that. The sun came up and went down. This guy's screaming the whole time. <laughs> I took a nap. I woke up. I drank more. And then I get this big cartoonish piece of uh, meat in front of me on this silver plate. And I start biting without question. And I, I'm eating it like a corn to the cob, right? And I start going, oh, no, and I'm going over here, I'm going over here. And a big size 10 boot right there. I'm like, Gary, did you make me eat this guy? I said, I don't know, we were drunk. But I'll tell you what, that's nothing. One time I, uh, I ate three men in one night. With uh, Frankie Gumbone, and he, uh, he used to pick up hitchhikers to introduce them to me. And uh, one time he brought a feller all the way from Memphis. And I was in, I was in Hollywood at the time. And then the uh, funny thing about it is I was while we were in a big old bib with a big old red lobster on it. And uh, he brought him in. He just somehow he knew. And uh, You were at a red checkered table with a fork and a knife. And you were banging. <laughs> I was banging my, my fork and my knife. And the funny thing about that story is Frankie Gumbone. I ate him too. That, that is, I guess that is funny. This is what entertainment used to be like until they all started burning their bras and telling us that we can't just start a family and leave it and send them 10 cents every three years so they can buy a new sailor outfit that will last them until college. <laughs> then starting a new family after that one to get a, right all the mistakes you didn't get right in Brooklyn. This is what it used to be like. Now everything's all music festivals and clout chasing. Not like how it used to be. This clout stuff's funny to me. <laughs> Fuck clout in general. I don't know what y'all are balling on. I don't know what y'all are balling about. But, well, back, uh, then, I mean, you know, back in the day, entertainers were men. It would be three men sitting next to each other. All right? One of them Jewish. Only. <laughs> all of them with successful, like, successedly... Did I use that word right? Bigger jackets. That's right. Big square jackets. Big old hair, big old pompadours. Big old pompadour. Hairs reaching to the ceiling. You know, uh, just even talking about you know some of those entertainers back then. Our good friend Elvis. We hung out a lot with Elvis. Oh, I didn't hang out with Elvis. You know, he had I, this listen, thing. He had this weird thing. I mean, I hung out with uh, Gary. I would not hang out with Elvis. Uh, I may eat people, but I don't, I don't mess with underage kids. He's right. Like, Whoa. Hey, whoa, look at that sexy kid. Whoa. <laughs> and his wife was 14 years old. Right, he'd be like, you know, he'd be there, he'd be wearing a brown blazer with a black turtleneck, and he'd be doing karate moves, going like, oh, man, oh, baby, that's a sexy kid. And Elvis, we'd be like, you can't do that. You'll never get Ed Sullivan. 
if you keep calling kids sexy. And he said, you know, he had a good point because I talked to him once. And he's like, basically all the Christmas songs, like Santa Baby, I Saw Mommy Kissing Cl Santa Claus, extremely weird sexually revolving around children. And he said, I can get away with it. I'm going to get on Ed Sullivan. And he did. Well, all Gary does I is eat some guy. I, 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 I don't want to defend everything that Elvis did, but he was a strong supporter of Israel. And, uh, you know, okay, you would talk about the song, I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus. Well, you know, um, they didn't let you talk about sex in the schools back then, and the only way to tell your kid was to dress up as Santa and have sex with their mother in front of them. <laughs> Not, like, tell them to come out, because then that's, you know, you're spoiling it. They, they can't know, they can't also know that Santa isn't real at the same time if you're in a Christian household. I mean, uh, conversations back then about sexuality were basically, you're 14 years old, they slap a poodle skirt on you, and they go, oh, you can get married now. <laughs> All right, well, uh, how are we doing on them donations, Thomas? Let me you, check uh, it out. I know Zippy's working hard over here. Zippy's working hard. Why don't we all give a hand to Zippy? He's been working hard. Give a hand for Zippy here. Tonight. And uh, he's been doing a heck of a job. That's Dave's son here. That, Zippy does. That hasn't been proven. I uh, don't have any kids assigned to me. He just, you know... So, you know, so, I, I'd bunk up with girls for a while, and they'd be like, oh, it's your son. What do you want to name him? I'm like, no, it's not, but name some stupid. Zippy. Toad. <laughs> Zippy Toad Frog. And we're out here trying to get to... Uh, cow pie. All right. Yeah, we need $1,000. Like we speak, we need $1,000 out here. First uh, donation that came in tonight, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, $2. <laughs> a friend of the telethon, French Stewart, uh, $3. Thank God you, French. God bless his soul. God bless his little face. His squinty ass. We had uh, Papa John. He brought $2 in. Great man. Uh, he sent in a message with it, but I definitely cannot read this out loud. All right. Uh, Ninja gave us 100 bits. I don't know who that is. I don't know how a much that is. Ninja gave us money? What, Ninja? What? Yeah. What on God's green earth are you talking about? I think he's streaming this on his Twitch a what? stream right now. Is he in a the stream? River? It's, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay. We'll talk about this later. Right. I'll eat more from the trough, and we can discuss this a little bit. Yeah, you're know. looking a little skinny. Uh. Let's see what else is coming in. Oh, we got the Yin Yang Twins. Uh, they offered to play a show on opening day at the Hooters in Yemen. We're all right. Not bad? We're all we're, right. Oh, we're good on that. We're oh, all right. They'll fall asleep on stage. Are you guys going to play? They make me look professional. Yeah, we'll play. Yeah, whatever. Okay. We ain't got nothing else going on. Would you the State Department has sanctioned me from traveling. <laughs> Let's see who else we got here. Kate Upton gave us one dollar and sixty nine cents. I don't know. Mama, I don't know if that's a crude oh, joke mama. or if that's just all she could afford. Oh, mama. Diamond Dallas Page gave us three dollars. Oh, pretty good. I don't know who that is. Is that the full name of Diamond from Diamond and Silk? I love her videos. <laughs> Diamond and Silk and Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Father John Misty came through with a dollar. Uh, he said he would open for the Yin Yang Twins and be their backing band if, <laughs> if they're going to play. But, I mean, if you guys want to take the gig, I mean. Yeah, it don't matter to me. No, we're a little bit bigger than I got to ask my P.O. So Billy Corgan and Tila Tequila came through with $5. Well, I just, I think that makes me want to blush. As, as she is the most beautiful woman of all time. I don't know who that is either. She's about four foot uh, four. She looks like a pizza roll. She's the one who's a... No, she's the one who's a... She's a Nancy. A Nancy? Yeah. Yeah, she... Uh, uh, well, funny she's thing a, about that. She's a Dave softball I, player. Dave and I, uh, we served in World War II. That's right. And we didn't Korean dodge War. our service. We were, we were uh, already well into the business in the industry. And right. we were still serving the Korean War. We'd go over there and entertain. Mm -hmm. uh, but I saw... That's also where we met Marv here. So yeah. we were happy to meet him and have him on our side. I wasn't officially in service. That I, I technically served at the King David Hotel, if you get what I mean. <laughs> now, Dave here, I saw him. I saw this man here. Right. I saw him kill four krauts with a single beer. It was and a when, lucky throw. And when he was finished, when he was finished with that beer, he cracked it up and he drank it. it. It blew up a little bit in my face, but it was more the point of it. And a couple other krauts saw it, and they... You know, they got a little freaked out. But, you know, I won them over later on in my career by singing O Tannenbaum. I don't know. I, I still don't know what that means. It, trans it? it translates to O German tree. O German tree. How lovely are your sausage. That's beautiful. 
Now, uh, I mean, that's just a taste. We got a whole big band set later on. We're going. Yeah, we're going. We're going to get to the music eventually. Yeah, right, we're gonna right. Get there, so so just, we, just sit pretty, and uh, it's in our contract that we get about one hour, one and a half hours of just pointless banter. <laughs> Old men of a certain age, just kind of like talking. It don't well, matter. We like, you, you, well, we you, like, you don't understand. TV used to be like this. It used to be three men with a one-inch layer of grease on their skins. <laughs> All who drove the biggest cars, wore the biggest jackets, just telling pointless stories about different other old men they went to dinner with. Now, you have crap like Real Time with Bill Maher, which is nothing like that. You know, they told us we couldn't smoke on stage. Uh, that was disappointing. But uh, they told no, us... Uh, we're told me I couldn't drink either, so. Well, I don't know what that thing is. He's using that alien device. Uh, Marv is just a little this bit of a loose the, cannon. This, is the, this is the first jewel made in the West Bank by settlers. <laughs> that was up in the Soda Stream factory, I believe. That's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, Natalie Portman sponsored that. That is correct. You know, fellas, we got a couple more donations coming through here. You entire we, uh We have Bradford Hockendock. And Dunstan checks in. <laughs> Radio reporters at WBEN and Terra Hot. God bless us. They give us a $10 gift card for Home Depot. Hey. We'll send that over there. Let's hope they have Home Depot in Yemen. I can I, get three doorknobs for that. I mean, you could, you, could, you could get as many cardboard boxes as you want in the Yemeni Home Depot, honestly. Pretty good exchange rate. <laughs> now, we're all here for Christmas, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about Christmas time and what it means. Uh, my first big Christmas hit was uh, the Big Christmas Shirt, <laughs> <laughs> which was released in 1957 and was uh, produced by Fat Al Buckaroo and sold a million copies in a week. And uh, that reminds me of the time uh, Dudley and I, we were playing the, uh, well, my, me, and, uh, me and him and Dudley, we were playing the, uh, the Winter Ballyhoo in Tuscaloosa. Oh. And then uh, Fat Al, he, he, he and I first met uh, Mucky the Hooter. Mucky? Good guy. And he invited us to a secret card game, Big Buy-In. Mm-hmm. $20. Pistols got, mandatory. The winner got a big bundle of meat for Christmas dinner. They didn't say what kind, but I knew immediately it was human meat. Uh, wish you would have told me that at the time. See, I knew because I'd been eating the stuff since I was a little tech. So, How little? Huh? Never mind. Keep going. Christmas of 1934, the Great Depression was not, uh, did no favors for uh, little Gary Tasman or his old man and his family. That didn't stop my mama and papa from giving us a proper Christmas meal. Getting a Christmas goose was uh, out of the question at the time, but people were abundant. And uh, <laughs> even if plenty were dying off, and uh, well, you could put together the rest. People didn't ask a lot of questions back then. People moved town all the time. And people uh, minded their own business. And they're good to their neighbors. It's not like that no more. You can't just go and pick off a, a vagrant off the street right. and cook them for Christmas dinner for your family. Back then, people didn't look the other way, or people looked the other way if you had a big uh, piece of butcher ch uh, butcher's paper shaped like a human hand. Well, uh, Dave, is there something you wanted to uh, give old Skippy over there? For, uh, oh, a little yeah. bit of a Christmas Skippy's game? Skippy's been working Christmas up well, longer. Just a second. I don't working. think he's right, earned Tom. it yet, but we do have another donation coming through. Okay. A uh, friend of the show, Kevin Durant, he came through with $100 million and the keys to a brand new 2019 Volkswagen Jetta. Oh, not bad. Sounds like we hit our goal, boys. Very loud right there. Now, why do you have to do that whole thing? I'm trying to celebrate. We're doing something good for people. You can say thank you. Is he thanking us or who's he thanking them? They didn't do shit. I didn't donate anything. I'm thinking Kevin Durant for coming Thank through you. with the, the Volkswagen. Mr. Oh. Durant is very generous. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but uh, good for him. Yeah, I think you're right, though, that uh, Zippy over here, he's done yeah. a lot of work. You hungry, he's Zippy? on the grind. <laughs> Zippy, how are you feeling over yeah, there, let me, Zippy? Let me, let me go get something well, for Zippy. Well, he doesn't got a mic, but uh, he's over there. He's been working hard. He's been sweating with his blood and tears getting just, all those calls. Just like to clarify, Zippy is not my son. He uh, is his son. anyone. Just because we're both big old tall string beans don't mean uh, he's my son. All right, well, uh, we got a little bit of a surprise for Zippy over there, who's been uh, doing a heck of a job. And uh, I want to thank all of y'all for coming out. And uh, you can't see me crying, but uh, 
I'm a little bit teary-eyed right now. I'm getting a little bit choked up, so I want to thank Thomas Kincaid Jr. for putting this whole thing together. And uh, I want to thank uh, Marv for being my good friend. And uh, though we don't agree on a lot. You've yeah. always supported certain terror groups in the West Bank. But it's okay. I'm glad everyone came out here tonight. My new album, my new special, will be appearing on Netflix as a rebuttal to Nanette. It's called, it's called, This Christmas I Want Santa to Kill My Wife. All right, now we got something got a little, for uh, little treat here. Turn around, Zippy. Take it like you're going to no. eat it, because it, it looks so delicious. Now, why don't we go? That looks delicious. That looks like a delicious hot dog. And why don't we do a little Oof. bit of a countdown? We're going to do a little bit of a countdown for him to take the first bite. So why don't you count with me? We're going to do five, four, three, two, one. Oh! We do like to kid around on here. That's what comedy used to be like before they ruined it. Thank you, Zippy. That was wonderful. All right, Zippy, you did a good job. Give a big old hand, everybody. Zippy. Since we hit our goal, he doesn't need to sit. He can go back there. He could sleep and take a nap. Now, uh, Dave's going to come back up here, and we're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to get to the music eventually. We're going to start singing some songs for y'all. And, uh, well, uh, y'all want me to do the religious reading yet? Yeah, why don't you, uh, now I'm not, I'm, no, this is uh, not a sanctioned part of the telethon. I'm going to do it anyway. Well, the telethon, the telethon, we've hit our goal. So I think we could spare, we could talk about a little bit of Christmas spirit, a little bit of spirituality. All right. I'm a God-fearing man, as you know. I, I, but I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as spiritual as Dave here, surprisingly. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of whole different faiths uh, mishmashed together. But I do consider myself religious in a way where if anyone challenges me on it, I will just buckle immediately. You're one of the most spiritual entertainers I've ever known in that way. I don't, I don't talk about it a lot, but, you know, I just like singing about Christmas. So, you know, I don't really sing a lot of the Baby Jesus songs. It's more like, look at those nice bells. Those silver bells are loud. Uh, nice Christmas tree. Uh, some kind of vagrant breathing heavily, watching a uh, family eat Christmas dinner. <laughs> and when the, the breath gets too hot on the window, he's got a... Uh, 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 uh. That's a seven-minute song. It takes me that long to express that. Shall, shall I read my, my read Dave, from the please, book? Just do it. Please show us. Hey, Thomas, why don't you uh, dial it down? Reel it in, okay? This is from a, a book, specific part of the Bible. Well, the good book. I'm going to do some reading from the book of Uncle Rick. <laughs> Rick 41, 321, with the little colon thing in there. On the first Christmas, there was a lot. From that light, all of existence was born. That is why all colors in existence are just a mix between red and green. And from existence, a great green orc was born. Crawling out of the slime and the mud. And We're he turned to God. <laughs> and he turned to God and said to God, who was also there, I'm going to find a wife. I will honor you by refusing to eat the shellfish. That will definitely make me a homosexual. <laughs> a man is not to lay with a man as he lays with a woman. And by laying, they mean fucking. <laughs> the only time it is okay to do gay stuff is if you are filming a new jackass movie. <laughs> Which probably won't happen because Bam Margera looks like Tony Saragusa now. <laughs> Rick, 202, colon, 12. Christmas is a time of cheer, but do not forget the purpose of Christmas. The true purpose of Christmas is to punish children. <laughs> Whether they had been good or not, children are notoriously wicked, and they must be fed salt on Christmas in order to keep them from getting horny. So keep your children full of salt. Make their feet swell to the point where they cannot walk so they can make it through Christmas without getting shot by the Yuletide gun. Carried by the punishment orc, which comes around once a year to ask children if they believe in God or not, by waving it around in their face, typically. Rick, 2130, 08, colon, 01. 
And it was upon the mountain where Jebediah said to Yusuf, and Yusuf said to Abraham, and Abraham said to Ezekiel, and Ezekiel said to Jeremiah. And Jeremiah said to Gordon Freeman, and Gordon Freeman said to Cortana. And Cortana said to Methuselah, and Methuselah said to Grom Hellscream. And Grom Hellscream said to Don Draper, and Don Draper said to Yeshua, and Yeshua said to Modest Yahoo. Modest Yahoo said to Thrall, Thrall said to Jesus, Jesus said to Dale Earnhardt, and Dale Earnhardt said to the world, if you accidentally ate shellfish, you can get it out of your system naturally by chugging a beer while setting a book on fire. Rick, 943, 91. The orc came to the elf, and he brought the oil. The orc said to the elf, it is time to wrestle. The elf said, my arm hurts, and I worked out already today. I do not wish to wrestle. The elf said, I will beat your ass tomorrow after I get some sleep, for I have been awake for over 12 hours. The orc said, pussy say what? And the elf said, what? And the orc immediately grappled with the elf, who lied about his leg cramping and laid on the floor. The orc stared at the elf and saw that shellfish had fallen from his pockets and wept. For now, he had to find a new homie to shoot hoops with. Rick, 6177. The orc went on to the mountain, and God said, good. The orc nodded. And he started flexing. God said to the orc, I see that you have followed my rules and came to the mountain. You have fed your children salt. You have wrestled with the elf. And you have avoided eating the shellfish. You have built a tool shed in my honor. And you have recited the holy threats. I will honor you this Christmas. Even though it is a holy day of divine punishment for no reason. I will bestow you with a huffy. It even has pegs. You will ride down the mountain and tell everyone I have a new Christmas rule. From here on out, hand jobs are allowed before marriage. But nothing else, not even kissing. That sums up the general theme of the Thank you, Book Dave. Of Uncle Rick. Thank you, Dave. Uh, that was beautiful. That was just that was phenomenal. Thank you so much for sharing yeah, with all of know. us. Sorry, sorry. I had to do I'm that sorry to for you. getting mad about that. I'm feeling a little more of the Christmas spirit now that I heard that scripture. Now, uh, that made me think of uh, a story that's completely unrelated to any of that. We used to uh, we used to uh, race backs down the PCH with. Uh, Gordo the Mouth. And uh, Gordo, he crashed into a tour bus and died on impact. And uh, his wife, Kitty, was the godmother of my third son, Guppy. And she made, him a, she made him a big old donut for his fifth birthday. And that's why I wrote the song, Little Donut Dandy. <laughs> and uh, that also made me think of uh, the time back in the 60s. We, uh, uh, we was driving a, a speedboat little, with Little Gold Willie. And we ran out of gas, and we got stranded on a desert island for four full hours. And uh, I had to do what I had to do to survive, unfortunately. Yeah, he drew the short straw. I know he rigged it. Uh, sometimes They I were just, all short straws. We, we make him draw first. And, uh, I, I, sometimes I feel it's just like a, a general feeling from Gary, and we've known each other so long. But uh, perhaps that maybe he fantasizes about me being his last meal. Um, Woke up in multiple hotel rooms with uh, Gary with a fork and a knife in one hand and pouring uh, A1 steak sauce on my big toe, licking his lips cartoonishly. And I say, Gary, what you doing? I was sleepwalking. That's he was what. sleepwalking every single time. I was always, I'm a sleepwalker. He's always just measuring my dimensions, <laughs> comparing them and websites about big ovens i just wondered what i just want to know what like i just want to know how long it would take for you to marinate properly just if you gotta do anybody tonight do marv what <laughs> hey 
I'm not uh, saying that I hate my marriage, but I wish Gary Tasman was alone with her for 45 minutes. <laughs> well, Dave, there's one thing. He would be kosher. I think he'd have to kill him a certain way. Isn't that how that works? You know, I left, you, I left, left Yeshiva in 1941. Uh, not really... Look, I don't really know any of the stuff besides <laughs> want, wanting to build a third temple for some reason. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I got some opinions on that third temple. I think it should have a Starbucks in it. How about that? All right. What the hell are you going to do with that? I wrote, that was the only joke I wrote. Didn't really kind of go over how I wanted Marv, actually, I wanted to ask. I know you're called Marv Mossad, but that's not your real name. Why do people call you that? Well, uh, my first manager uh, in 1887... <laughs> <laughs> said, <laughs> Torm- Torment is too much of a mouthful. They can't even eat their prime rib and laugh at your jokes at the same time. So we came up with Marv Massad, because when I come on stage, they know they got hit by someone, but they don't know by who. That's why my first party album was called Inside Job. And I was the only comedian to perform on the USS Liberty. Uh, oh, it's a young PC crowd. They know what they came here for. They came here to see rude jokes that are insensitive. And, and 98% about how you regret marrying your wife. Right. Well, I'd like to remind you that the people came here first for the telethon and then to hear some music. Well, we were going to play some music for all y'all. we got to clear all this out. But, uh, you know, I think uh, now is a good time as ever. And, uh, Dave, I think we'll honor you by... Oh, Tannenbaum, oh, Tannenbaum, how pretty are your roses. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, we love the Christmas trees. Your shining tree is going bright, your branches too are really right. Why the fuck is is the boy singing? I thought yeah. we were going to keep going. We're going to do all the verses. All right. All right. Well, that's Boy, all my court allotted time. Thanks for the money right. for the Hooters. Uh-huh. And, uh, okay. We'll see you all at the next Christmas telethon. Smoking Ninja Turtle fresh out the sewer. Kush got me looking like French Stewart. Shorty real bad like a brain tumor. I never owned.